The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, in January last, we first heard our next story when our reporter Josh Crosby took a look at the ghost estate at Glendale in County Carlow, which is located outside the town of Tullow. The estate, which has more than 63 close to fully completed homes, has seen the properties lying idle and derelict for almost a decade. And it comes as the County Council have recently objected to a particular way of redeveloping the site. Let's have a listen to a snippet of Josh's report. It's kind of bizarre, really, you know, for locals. We've been passing by it. Maybe we've become used to it, to seeing these houses fully finished. But it's almost ready to go, except for, as you say, the, the groundwork's probably. The recession came and things came to a halt and things have been halted ever since. And now we have a housing crisis and you might be talking about a lot of ghost estates maybe where there's only the base in. But here we have windows, we have doors, we have roofs, we have everything ready to go. And it just seems like a, a huge opportunity that's been let go for the last... Okay, it's a huge opportunity that has been let go. Well, to talk about this in more detail, Marcus McCormack, a Tullow auctioneer for DNG and estate agent for Glendale. And we're joined also by Councillor William Patton, Labour County Councillor for the Carlow area. Good morning and welcome to you both. Now, Marcus, we'll go to you first, uh, just to give us a description. You're an estate agent, you'll be good at this kind of thing. Uh, Sell me Glendale. Okay, good morning, Pat, and thank you for having me on air this morning. Uh, Glendale, we sold Glendale to the uh, Comer Group in 2012. It was originally built on the outskirts of Tullow Town in about the early 2000s. Unfortunately, the um, recession came and it went into receivership and the properties were unfinished and uh, ideally they were designed originally as a nursing home and compliant type properties sitting in situ to the current existing nursing home to house people not requiring nursing home um, facilities but living securely independently and uh, within close proximity to the nursing home. Okay, so so the, the estate itself, how many units and in what form? Are there any apartments? Is it all houses? How many bedroomed houses are they? So there are 63 units in total. Uh, they're two-storey, semi-detached and mid-terrace type uh, units. No apartments, Pat, no. No apartments. So they're either terraced or they're semi-attached and they are designed initially for retirement in mind. So you have your main bedroom uh, for the retired people and then a spare bedroom for visitors or whatever. Exactly. Uh, that's the way they were designed. Um, so why were they not sold? You know, th- they were sold to third party at a rock, uh, rock-bottom price and they are potentially, you know, if they were to be finished out, available for sale. So what state are they in at the moment? So these properties, I would ask, I've been in a good few of them, not all of them, but I'd estimate they're somewhere between 90 and 95% ready to go. Kitchens fitted um, on pretty much all the second fixing uh, completed. Wouldn't take a whole lot to bring them to... Um, final stage and bring them to the open market but you ask why they haven't come to the market I suppose unfortunately the market conditions haven't been suitable and the prices haven't uh, the market conditions have kind of held back on, on what the, the, the value of the properties may be. Big problem in Tullow was the services unfortunately the wastewater plant in Tullow wasn't suitable but has recently been upgraded and is now suitable for uh, capacity and connection to, to accommodate the 63 houses. Now, uh, they, they sold eventually for 650000 for the whole lot of them. Now, they're incomplete, obviously. Groundworks have to be done, other stuff. Um, but presumably, you'd be selling them at a decent price. 
Yeah, you'd imagine the market price would be reasonable on them. Now, they are two-bedroom units, so that obviously might restrict them, but uh, so the plan was, I think, to convert some of them to bring them up to a three-bedroom. Uh, because of the layout and design, it's not ideally suitable, and I don't believe the properties would make uh, you know, particularly exact market condition or prices at the moment, but they're definitely saleable and seem to be built to a fairly, fairly reasonable construction uh, type. Okay, um, now they are held up. So uh, let's go to Councillor William Patton, Labour County Councillor for the Carlow area. Uh, William, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So what is uh, the, the problem? What, what reservations does the council have about this estate and allowing it to go on sale? Well, essentially, uh, this estate was constructed 15 to 20 years ago using uh, the development plan of the time. Today, there's a new development plan from 2022 to 2028, and the planners have applied the provisions of the 22-28 development plan to uh, an estate that's essentially uh, substantially constructed, as Marcus has described, and I think he's actually described it very, very well. I've been in the houses myself, and one or two of them even had furniture in it that were ready to go. But obviously, when they weren't uh, lived in, they have deteriorated. And uh, the Nimbus uh, property company uh, asked for permission to uh, recondition the houses and to add a number of houses. So the overall mix will be, would have been 61 two beds, eight three beds and one four beds. But essentially the real reason why these aren't progressing through Carlow County Council is the development plan being applied is the current development plan and not the development plan of 15, 20 years ago. So these are houses which had full planning permission. Uh, at that time and now they're retrospectively applying a contemporary set of regulations to a historical estate. Absolutely and and a number of the issues that picked up in the planner's report uh, they said basically that the uh, private open space that is the garden doesn't meet the current standards uh, for 22-28 whereas it did meet the standards of uh, 20 years ago. Uh, so much so that in one of the requests that the council put to the uh, developer, they suggested that 14 of the houses should be demolished. Um, and uh, they also said that there was an excess of two-bed uh, bedroom dwelling units. But again, you have to take the history of the estate. What that estate was going to be was a feeder estate into the Glendale um, retirement home and obviously people were going to come to the estate, enjoy their years as much as they could in independent living and then when they reach the stage where they can no longer be maintain themselves independently that they would move into the Glendale uh, retirement home and you know it, it's, it's a completely different set of rules now mm. compared to 20 years ago when this first okay, got planning. But could, could these existing houses just be finished and put up for sale? Because, after all, they have planning permission. I presume they were built according to the planning permission they had. So if the developers didn't want to build these extra houses, um, could they not just sell what they have and not uh, have any truck with the council at all? Well, it seems that the council took the attitude that there was no live planning permission on the site uh, in order to finish them out. Uh, so, to me, in order that's for... A bit, say, that's uh, a bit iffy, isn't it? You know, yeah, well, in, normally in order for... A, for a planning permission is valid as long as you put your shovel in the ground during the period at which the yeah. permission is valid, you can go on and finish it. They don't say, oh, you only have five years and, uh, you know, with six months to go, you put your shovel in the ground, but it won't be finished for a year and a half. I'm sorry, you've got to yeah. stop. They don't do that. It, 
It doesn't sound great, but then again, you take a, a solicitor that's watching the, dotting his I's and crossing the T's, he might ask the question, do these have full planning permission? And invariably, they may write to the council and ask that question. And if the, the answer comes back, uh, look, there's a problem, then any solicitor worth his salt would say to his client, listen, I think you might hold out on that mm. one. Yeah, I, I can see uh, that. But I mean, the question is, do they have a problem? I'm struggling here to figure out how houses that were allowed to be built by the council at the time with full planning permission suddenly kind of lose it. Well, you and I both struggling on the same point. Um, and, you know, it, it's ridiculous. I actually think that what will happen is that the the developer will take this to onboard Panola and ask them to adjudicate in this matter. Um Alternatively, no, but I mean, it, there, there might be no uh, reason for it to go to the board at all if if the planning permission. I mean, surely the, uh, some expert legal opinion is required first of all to find out what the status of the existing planning permission is. They were built with fl- full planning permission. It appears now maybe they didn't adhere to their planning, in which case there might be some question mark. But if they did adhere to their planning permission, but just didn't get to finish them because of um, you know the crash and so on. Um, I can't understand well, the how there would be any... Right now, that, that, that estate, as, as it stands with the planning permission that was submitted, has uh, a rejection. It has been told you may not... It has a refusal saying you may not have planning permission. So I come back to the point that a good solicitor looking at that would say, uh-oh, this isn't going to wash. No, but the existing houses, they presumably have no refusal. It's the new bit that has a refusal. It's the entire amount has a refusal. Um, because the planning permission washed out after five years. So effectively... Uh, no, but I mean, the, you could finish. You know, if you get planning permission to build the extension on your house and then you run out of cash, having started it, and then the, the time uh, runs out on the planning, surely you can finish it when you get the few bob. Absolutely, but don't forget that the company applied for planning permission to refurbish and finish out the uh, 63 existing houses. So therefore, it did go seeking planning permission. Yeah, but didn't they add in the other houses as they a, did, a sweetener? Yeah, you see, did. that'd be that planning permission. You can have 10 planning permissions on one site. You can, absolutely. But as I say, what happened was that the company went in and asked for planning permission for the existing houses and the new houses, put the two together, which may have been their mistake. Uh, yeah, but, but they still uh, have the original planning. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you, uh, oh, yes, absolutely. But... Yeah. Uh, that those houses do need to be finished out. Uh, look, we have a valuable resource uh, 1.2 metres or kilometres away from the town centre. Uh, we have 63 unused houses at a time when we need houses. They are all two-bedroom houses, but they're still very valuable. There is a market for two-bed houses. and uh, They should be allowed to be finished out and they should have been allowed to be completed yeah. and brought to the market. It sounds to me, if they're available at a good price, um, a great starter home, just a, a kilometre and a bit outside of Tullow, and then if your family increases and so on, you then move and someone else buys a nice starter home. That's the way it works. That, that would make sense to me and to you. All right, uh, Councillor William Patton, Labour County Councillor for the Carlow area. Uh, thank you very much uh, for uh, joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.